Welcome to episode seven of Straight Out of Nashville. I'm Gabby. Hi, I'm Zach. How are you doing, Zach? I'm fabulous. How are you, love? I am also fabulous. Thanks for asking. Oh, my God, of course. So it's straight out of Nashville because, bitch, you know I ain't straight. <laughs> and I ain't from Nashville. <laughs> no. <laughs> you from over the pond. I am from across the pond, and I'm actually going across the pond after this show. Where you are? Where are you going? What's happening? I'm going back to the UK. I managed to get some super cheap flights, being that February is not such a busy month Yeah. Uh, in Nashville. And so I saw a window to like go home and see my family for a few days. I've not told anybody apart from my sister and my stepdad. Wait, so like your mom doesn't know? No, my mom doesn't know. So I'm going to literally like turn up and be like, hi. I need you to video this so I can see her like excited face. This is so exciting. I'll do my best. Okay. I can totally do that. That's it. What have you been up to this week, Zach? I um, have just been working and I have a side hustle. I don't know if you knew this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've Is it legal? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately it is, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I babysit. Did you know mm-hmm. that? No, I did not know this. Anybody that lets me around their children. Needs their head check. <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> no a little offense. bit terrified of children honestly but I, I think they're super cute from afar and they're really mm. fun to play with until they start crying and I don't know what to do and I freak out a little bit and how are you with nappies changing nappies a diaper okay yeah diaper a, you call it a nappy in England we call it nappies yeah uh, yeah no I um close my I like literally suck in all my air so I can hold my breath <laughs> so I don't have to smell anything and I like try and turn my head the other way so I don't even have to look at it because it grosses me out so badly but I no. am babysitting this week too. For who can you say? It's just a friend like I signed up for this app actually online it's kind of like Tinder and you swipe through for jobs that you want to apply for. Really? And so I like I swiped and applied for this job and I got it so I'm nannying this weekend. <laughs> I call myself oh. Zach the Manny. <gasps> Oh my goodness. I know. I'm a little bit terrified, but I'm excited. I pray for that family and their <laughs> child. <laughs> the child is going to love me. It's going to be so much fun. I see that you have the vodka at the ready for our traditional shot of vodka before we start the it show. It would be disrespectful to not do it. That's alcohol abuse, Gabby. Okay. While you're pouring, Zach, tell me this. Are you going to put vodka in the baby's drink? No, I'm going to put vodka in my drink so I'm <laughs> better with dealing with the baby i have better patience i think okay <laughs> well you let me know how that goes okay wait the the shots are ready are you okay. ready <laughs> cheers cheers boo see easier on every show actually this sounds really bad but it's starting to taste like water and i think that's a problem <laughs> i would agree that is a problem coming up on the show this week felt like I needed to sing it. Go on. You did. You killed it, honestly. We have the one and only super country star, Ray Lynn, is going to be here. She is one of your close friends. Another one of your close friends that actually volunteered to come on the show. Yeah, we were at dinner at this steakhouse here in Nashville, and literally, I didn't even mention it to her. And she was like, oh my God, I need to come on your podcast. And it's... (laughs) This sounds really, really weird and super cheesy, but I'm like so eternally grateful that I like have friends that are so amazing humans and like so humble and cool but yet they have this career that is insane to even think about so like the guests that we've had i literally am so humble that you even come on 
And it's just the beginning, sweet. Oh, they ain't ready for us, honey. Here we go. Mm-hmm. We have a gift of the gab, which I'm super excited to tell you about because it gets juicier and juicier every <laughs> single week. So I'm challenging your British skills again this week in gift of the gab. Okay. Not telling me yet. No clues. No, I love surprises. All right, then. What else do we have? We have That's My Jam, which is our favorite songs of the week. We have The Confessional, which I believe is related to social media. Yeah. And of course, we're going to do Trending or Not Trending. Should we go into That's My Jam now? Let's do That's My Jam, boo. Okay. What song are you digging this week, Zach? I have the weirdest love affair for Dan and Shay. Okay. They, so I don't know if you knew this actually, but the lead singer for Dan and Shay, Shay Mooney, he Mm. was signed to T-Pain's record label as an R&B artist. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. So for people that are listening that don't know Dan and Shay, they're a country duo. Yeah. Mm. And so now he is in country and their song Speechless, it literally makes me speechless. Like I want to cry. It's so good. Oh, it's another Slit Your Wrists number, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I love my slow tunes, honey. I'm speechless, staring at you, standing there in that dress. What it's doing to me ain't a secret. Watching you is all that I can do. Gabby, what's your jam this week? Okay, my jam this week, I wouldn't expect you to know this band. They are an old band from the UK called The Specials, who um, are quite embedded in music history because their songs were quite political. Okay. And they are a ska band. And What do you mean by a ska band? I knew you were going to ask me that. It's kind of a cross between like punk. Oh, like and, a headbanger band. Well, yeah, but it's a cross. Do, do it, they wear black eyeliner? No, 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 no. It's it's a cross between, I would say, punk and reggae. Oh. Yeah. And they have released a new album, and the song that they have released first from this album is so good, and they are keeping with the um, political lyrics. So the song is called Vote For Me. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. It's got a great groove to it. So if we vote for you, do you promise to be upright, decent, and honest? And take away all of the fear. This is Straight Out of Nashville with Gabby and Zach, and it's time now, my child, to hit the confessional. Open up the champagne. Fuck! It's Ask Zach. Come on, turn it up. Turn it Welcome up. to Ask Zach. He is in control now. His advice going down. He's here to help you out. So this is the part in the show where people write in with their deepest, darkest secrets and ask for pearly words of advice from Zach. I can't believe people even write in, but let's hear it. Okay. Hang on, let me get it up. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they always come in anonymously and we always name them. Oh, it's a female this week. Ooh, okay. I oh, feel like with the name Patty. Patty. I would say Patty. Patty. It's Patty. It's Patty. It's Patty. Patty. Like short for Patricia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we in England pronounce the T's. It's Patty. That's how it's spelt. Patty. Okay. It's Patty. 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 Okay, anyway, 
she starts with a question. Oh, I love questions. Okay. Does anyone else have an ex slash someone they dated for a long slash short period of time still watch their Snapchat or like any other various forms of social media posts? Mine do, capital letters, all the time. Oh, snap. It doesn't matter how long we dated, they all do it. What does this mean? A casual browse, still interested, just being friendly. Hashtag straight out of Nashville. Okay, so to answer her first question, yes, I was engaged in my crazy ex. Hold the freaking phone. I didn't know that. You didn't? When were you betrothed? I betrothed? Engaged. Oh, I was engaged Um, probably three years ago. Shut the front door. The front door, the back door, the side door, the garage door. They all closed, bitch. Who got down on what knee? The other one got down on one knee. I call him Satan. That's how we (laughs) refer to him for the future. Okay, noted. Anyway, moving on. So Satan stalked you after you'd Still to this day. So to answer her question, yes, no matter who you've dated or texted or sexted or tendered, they will always watch your social media, but I think it depends on mm. who, like, how you end the relationship. And I say that because, like, if they end it, clearly they don't give a fuck about you and they don't want to see what you're doing. But if you end it, then yeah. they're so interested in, like, what's going on? Why did they end it? What are they doing? And I think a lot of it has to do, actually, mm. if they want to see, are you doing better now? So if you break up with them, they're it's constantly sabotage. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. So they will literally stalk your social media because, Patty, <laughs> if you have a new boy in your social media or in your pictures or whatever, then they're going to compare themselves to that boy, and they're going to be like, "Oh my god, I'm so much cuter than him," or "I am richer than him," or all of these things. Like, why did she not pick me? To me, that's why somebody else would still consider to stalk your social media. Yeah, and I guess also to put themselves in front of you, you know, be like, don't don't forget about me. Yeah, it could very much so be a thing of like, by the way, I'm still here because as soon as you see that he watches it, Mm -hmm. you immediately think about him. And then you have memories that you guys did together and blah, 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 blah. And then you want to reach out to them. Yeah, I sense the tone here that it isn't impressing her. What's the answer? Block them. Easy. It's so easy. Sometimes, yeah. you can just know that they're watching and have complete satisfaction (laughs) that you're so much better off without them. But if you need a late night booty call, you know who to call because you know that bitch is watching. You know he will answer the phone, Patty. True that, but also maybe asking for trouble. We love trouble. Ray Lynn is coming on the show next. (laughs) Rising country... Powerhouse. Powerhouse, there's the yeah. right word. Yes. Yeah. Um, stay tuned. We have a super special guest on the podcast today. Literally one of my favorite humans that ever came out of a womb that I did not come out of. <laughs> Rachel Woodward, a.k.a. my twin sister, Ray Lynn. Yes. My last name is not Woodward anymore, but Zach does not like that since I've gotten married. It's now Davis. Yeah, I But like we are long lost brother and sister. I literally claim that she's my sister because we have the same biological Yeah, last name. I know. I know. My what name an is... introduction, Zach. I know. I know. I appreciate it. What a well, heck of a womb, right? Well, Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you for coming on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Well, you are like one of the busiest ladies in music because you just always seem to be here, there and everywhere because Zach tells me all the stories. It's like, this week she's with Florida George Line and this week <laughs> it's with like Kane Brown. and It's crazy. Yeah. It's been, it's definitely been a roller coaster these last few years, but in a good way. I am mm-hmm. so blessed to be able to do a lot of different things and um, being in the Florida Georgia Lion camp, I'm signed to Tree Bobby's Music, which is their company here. Um, so to be a part of that company, which has been so much fun. And yeah, I just got off of the Lift Forever Tour with Kane Brown. And gosh, talk about amazing fans. Like Kane's story is such an, like, an amazing story. He has such a honestly rags to riches story of, of how he became an artist. And when you hear about how his mom was a single mom, like he was freaking raised in a car and like all this stuff and you i mean like people don't really realize that and he is such a star on stage and um i I think it's not even i think i know it's because he's just so authentic and it just really inspired me as an artist being on the road with him because that's all we're supposed to do is be authentic as artists you know when we get so wrapped up in what to sing about what to write about but at the end of the day when you're authentic that's always going to win yeah well speaking of Mm -hmm. the kane brown tour i actually went and saw you yes you did I literally felt so cool. <laughs> he was in the pit. Yeah, and so I just like, <laughs> nice. we were standing right backstage right before you went on stage, and like you were so calm, cool, and collected, but I have to know, were you like, do you ever get nervous right before you walk on? Because we were literally standing right beside stage, and there were like 10,000 people screaming, waiting for you to walk out. Like, does it freak you out? It's crazy. I get more nervous singing in front of like 10 people than I do on stage with a stadium full of people. I don't know... Mm what it is, I just honestly think you're made for it. And I was made for it. Like my husband always says, my husband is like not a person that likes crowds or anything like that. He goes, I do not know how you do it. Every time you go up there, I want to throw up. But he's like, <laughs> but I understand it. Like Aww. that's not for everybody, you know? Yeah. And um, it's just something, it was what I was born to do. And when I get out there, it's like something comes over me and I just, I'm automatically calm. And I get mm-hmm. like nervous right before I go on. I always have to pee. No matter if I pee 20 minutes before, <laughs> I'm like b- backstage ready to go out. I always have to pee right before I go on. I think it's just like the adrenaline. Of it. <laughs> it's right. all the nerve. Yes. I, I kind of know what you mean a little bit because for me, speaking on the radio, we speak to like thousands of people, but then put me in front of people, like especially when it's in a more intimate, you know, surroundings Setting. and then everybody's looking at you. I'm like, um, I have nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of get that. Um, Zach's like, nope. No, no. I'm like, no, not, not I. <laughs> I love it's, being in front of people, honey. Well, it's, oh, we know that. I think it's like, I don't know. It, they're just different atmospheres. And I just love it when people laugh at my jokes. That's the only <laughs> thing. Like Wait, when I say something funny and somebody laughs at my joke. joke. Go. Um, okay. So <laughs> I, when I was on the cane tour, it was Dolly Parton's birthday one of the days. Right. And, um, so she's my idol. Like, Dolly is my heart. Well, yeah, look at your and tattoo. I know, I know. I got a tattoo that says, what would Dolly do? I was just um, looking at your tattoos, actually. And yeah. so, I, uh, <laughs> so I made sure everybody, and we were in Norman, Oklahoma, and I was like, okay, y'all, it's the Queen's birthday today. I want everybody to say happy birthday, Dolly. And before I said that, I was like, you know, Dolly Parton is 72, but her boobs are 20. And like, but I said her titties <laughs> are 20. And it was like the funny, like, I was just like, either this is going to be... 
really great or this joke is not going to be funny. But when I said it, everybody laughed. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Everybody <laughs> thought that was funny. <laughs> because, like, you know, I was like, Drops I like to make jokes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Is Dolly 72? Dolly is 72. So oh is Sherry sure. 72? Yeah. Wow, that's a magical year of conception. <laughs> I know. They're probably buddies. They have yeah, to be. I hope so. Who's your most famous friend apart from Zach? Oh, God. My most famous friend? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would say probably Blake Shelton, maybe. That's a good one. Yeah. That is a good you one. You say it like with hesitation. I'm like, yeah, he's a, he's pretty famous. <laughs> I forget I forget Blake's famous because he's like like my family. I love mm. him to death. You've worked with him for years now, right? Yeah, I've known him for seven years. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just have yeah. to know, like, so going from on The Voice, being on a reality TV show, people literally, like, hand you everything. Like, there's production, there's, they like, mm-hmm. tell you where to stand, they tell you where to go. Like, how hard was the transition from being there and everybody, like, basically giving you everything to the real world of, like, shit, now I got to work my ass off. I think um, Adam Levine said this in an interview, and he was talking about our generation of, like, like basically just our generation. And he said, everybody wants instant instant success, but they don't want to work hard for it. And one thing my mom and my, my dad have always ingrained in me is working hard. And when I went into the voice, even though I was 17 years old, very young, I was already graduated by then and like very focused. And I looked at the voice as a promotion tool rather than, you know, this is my end all be all. Like, I know I'm going to get everything once that red chair turns off me. Because to be honest, it's not the truth. People get on those shows and then what do they do after? You know, you yeah. have to take that success and capitalize on it. And so right when I got done with The Voice, I just did right where you, like right where you were talking about. Like, I went straight into freaking getting in a van and traveling the U.S., getting ready in freaking bathrooms at truck stops or whatever to get ready to go to radio to do radio like I did a radio tour for four months like every day and it's like and it was kind of a shock but I've never been one that's like that's been scared of hard work and I um that's what I tell anybody that goes on the voice and they ask me my advice I said girl like or guy whoever it is I'm like you got to go on there expecting that this is a way to promote you it's not your end-all be-all and you got to take that success and capitalize on it and what can you do after that? Like, what? how are you going to grow? What are you going to do? And yeah, so right after The Voice, I moved straight to Nashville and freaking started writing for my record and traveling mm-hmm. and little vans freaking going to radio stations, which was crazy. You're the cutest. At 18. And you're still traveling, but this mm-hmm. time the vans have gotten bigger into tour buses. It is. <laughs> it's crazy. I, it actually kind of makes me want to cry because, like, I have the best fan base. And when I was on The Voice, I started out with, like, 50,000 followers on Instagram and now I have over half a million. And it's Whoa. just grown because of just the amazing fans of not even country music, but just music in general. And, you know, I haven't had a number one on radio, but it just goes to show when you are just authentic to your brand. And I'm always putting out content. I'm always, like, talking to my fans on my social media. I'm not untouchable to them. And I yeah. think... That's what makes it special. Any artist that's my favorite or any celebrity that's my favorite is a celebrity that shows the real side of them. And like not Chrissy Teigen. Yes, that's like Chrissy Teigen or Hilary Duff I'm yeah. obsessed with. Like, I love those artists that do that, and that's what makes them so special. Being on the road so much, what are your, like, creature comforts that you must take with oh you? Oh, my gosh. Is it anything or is it, like, food? Like, what are we talking about? Anything. Anything I yeah. want. One of my comforts is I have to have my dogs with me on the road. So okay. Jazz and Dolly are always with me. I'm trying to think. Um, 
They're well-traveled pooches. Yeah. They are. They go everywhere with me. I mean, they literally travel everywhere, and they're so... I have a, a German Shepherd and a freaking Chihuahua, like, completely <laughs> opposite. They're best buds. I'm trying to think what else, like, is my go-to on the road. Oh, I have to bring, like, my own pillow and my own blanket, too. Like, yeah, I have, this, yeah. creepy to I have a hooded blanket because buses get cold. Right. And uh, my manager got me this really cute, like, hooded blanket, and I'm obsessed with it. I need a matching one. I know, I need to get you one. <laughs> so the latest album was Wild Horse. That mm-hmm. was nearly two years ago now. Yeah. Is there one due to drop? I think so. I mean, I'm I'm working on it. I've been in such a great place creatively, and I've been really working on some really cool new stuff. And I don't know if it looks like an album or more singles. I think that the music industry is changing a lot. Mm-hmm. And for me, I would rather just keep releasing music every month than put out an album and then wait two years again. I think... Mm. Fan bases, like I feel like our fans want to keep hearing new music, and to do that, I would love to like release a couple songs every month and just kind of do what I want to do. So I like that's that, what I'm figuring like, out right mindset. now. Because to me, it's kind of like Game of Thrones if you think about it. Like, yeah, they work for three years to create a show, and then you sit there and watch it, and then you have to wait another three years, and then you're like, where have I? Where have you been? What's yeah. happening? So this like keeps you in people's well, faces. It's like Drake puts out like 50 songs a year, and not every one of them is a God's plan, but. He puts all of his music out there because he's creating every day, like, mm. and he wants to feed his fan base. And I think that that's so genius. Like, it's not about what's a hit; it's about just feeding your fan base. Not every song is going to be huge, but your fans, your core fans, are going to love anything that you put out. Of course, don't put out crappy music, but you know what I mean. Like, put out <laughs> yeah. what you love. You yeah. know, there's so many songs I've written that I haven't seen the light of day, and it's like, well, how can we? put out more music and be able to feed our fan base more. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the headspace that I've been in and it's been really fun and I've just been creating some really cool stuff and you know I'm I'm just really pumped for the fans to hear it. You're from Baytown, Texas. Baytizzle, dirty boy. <laughs> wow. I feel like something just came out from your yeah, soul. And you I don't know. It just happens. It. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> happens every time I talk about um, and so now you live in Nashville and so if people are like visiting Nashville because it is straight out of Nashville like what are your favorite things to do when you're home from the road like what are must must go places that you have to visit oh my gosh well I'm kind of boring I do love Taco Mama Cita. I've been going there oh since I God, moved to town same. their queso I could just bathe in it like <laughs> I'm not even eating dairy right now but if Please I could that- bathe in anything it would be queso and just like that needs to be so your yummy. next music video just bathing in queso <laughs> yeah. Of course, everybody should go downtown. Um, Old Red is a really cool bar. Not just saying that because it's Blake's bar, but I really do think it's awesome. It's just so funny how much Nashville has changed, though. Like, me and my husband, I was playing uh, the Opry at the Ryman um, this summer, and (laughs) we literally get out of our Uber in downtown, and within 20 seconds, we saw four bachelorette parties on buses just partying (laughs) their butts off. And I was like... How the hell did that just happen? Run, like, the what other the way. heck? Yeah. Yeah. We call you, them the Woo Girls. The Woo Girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just yeah. like. Because every time you see them, they're all going, Woo! <laughs> I'm like, girl, you're not having that much fun. Calm no, down. You are on a bus. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> because have you ever been on a damn pedal tavern before? You no, have to, I really want no, to you don't. My friends it. always want to go on a pedal tavern in the middle of winter. And I'm like, I'm sorry. First of all, I don't drink very much. Right. That's just not my thing. But. So, like, pedal taverns are miserable because it's like, first of all, I'm not going to drink. And then I'm going to have to be freezing 
pedaling myself across the downtown. That just sounds miserable to me. I would rather yeah, get in my then, car, drive to the liquor store, drive home, and drink on my couch. Yeah, but it's that, just not yeah. cool. You, you're pedaling, right, to yeah. make the thing move. So is it not better for it to be in chillier weather? Because when it gets hot here, it gets hot. Or do it like today. It's like 70 degrees. I don't know. I just think yeah. my friends literally always go when – it's like a blizzard outside, and they have like gloves and snow they patrol hats. And okay, yeah. yeah, I forgot it does get pretty darn cold yeah, as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So last year, you became the first country artist to represent the global two-faced cosmetic line. Yes, that is so cool. I'm a big makeup girl. How did that all come about? So, um, first of all, it was kind of a crazy thing. The first makeup palette that I bought. Um, it was the one that looked like Marie Antoinette. It was like the the Great Revolution palette or something like that. And it was so beautiful. Like it had like a girl that looked like Marie, Marie Antoinette on the front with like all these butterflies. You know, everything has glitter in it with their, with Too Faced. Right. And I remember seeing this palette when I was like 14 or 15 and I bought it with my own money. And I was like, this is awesome. And so I've been a big fan of Too Faced for over 10 years. So anyways, my label... Um, had a contact with Too Faced, and she was like, you know what, it couldn't hurt to make the owner a video and see what he says. So, like, I made the owner a video. I was like, Jared, I love you. I bought your palette, and I named the palette and everything. And I was like, you know, I would love to get to meet you one day. We both love unicorns and all this stuff. <laughs> well, he sees the video and makes me a video and then wants <gasps> my number, and we just become kind of friends. And we both have like the same beliefs in certain things and mm-hmm. we both love Jesus. And so we were just talking about just our lives and everything and him and his freaking husband are the sweetest people ever. And so anyways, he asked me to come out there to talk about an opportunity. And so I get there, I fly out to LA and I had a feeling, I knew that they were going to do a unicorn line, but I didn't know that, that I was going out there for him to ask me officially to be a part of it. So <gasps> I thought, I literally I thought I was going to have to go there and like sell myself of like, I need to ride this unicorn and I need to be your girl. Right? <laughs> and I was like, I was about to come in. I was like, my Baytown butt's about to just make this crap happen. You know? I need to ride yeah, this I unicorn. Yeah, I need this unicorn. I need this moment. And yeah. so I walked in and like I sat down and he's like, so like we want you to do this if you want to. And I was like, really? Like I don't have to sell myself or anything? And he's like, no, we love you. Like we want you to be part of it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And like. It just came together, and he was, like, showing me the products, and that office is, like, if I could live anywhere, I'd want to live in the Two-Faced offices. Like, they are so magical. (laughs) Everybody there has such a smile on their face. Like, they genuinely love their job, and I think that that Mm -hmm. is so special, and that environment has been created by Jared and... And Jeremy. And they did like all of the coolest packaging. I get a knock on the door and yep. this enormous cardboard box is on my front porch. And I literally was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and so I open it up and it is a like, what is it? It was a pinata. Pinata. Mm-hmm. It was a unicorn pinata. And you hit it to break it open and it was full of makeup <gasps> products with oh my, glitter oh and my unicorns. God, that's the best it was in the actual world. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was pretty amazing. And it, I think the coolest part too was getting to do the um the launch party and all these people that were there were celebrity makeup Instagrammers and stuff. Like these girls have like ten million followers, so about three million. Like it was just a different space for me and I'm like, who the heck are all these people? And then like my makeup artist was like, oh, my God, I know her and I know him. And they're, like, freaking out because they, of course, watch all that stuff. But it was such a cool space to be in. And it's just mm-hmm. awesome because 
there's so many things outside of what we're doing in music. And to be able to be a part of that, something that was totally out of my genre to grow my brand was super cool. Yeah. And you manifested it yourself. Yeah. Like it was just, just by, and, and just by being yourself. Like, yeah. that's why I say it's so important to be authentic and every part of your story matters. Like, the fact that I bought that when I was younger and I've been using Too Faced makeup and that was authentic mm-hmm. to me, that's what made that relationship authentic. And right. That's why I think it's super important, and I've always loved unicorns, and I'm so thankful that loving unicorns finally worked out for me, you know? <laughs> Everybody told me that I was a ding-dong, and that I was, like, 12 years old, you know, 12 being that way, but yeah. hey, yeah. I got to ride a unicorn, and it was the coolest thing ever. Literally, so. my favorite line that you have ever said to me was just now, my Baytown butt needs to get on that unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. The funniest part was when we were shooting the photo shoot. At first, I was riding the unicorn. We were like, yeah, this looks way too sexual. So we, like, turned me to the front because it was just, like, way too much. Like, I was, like, actually riding the unicorn. I was like, I feel really uncomfortable. So that's why we did, like, the, the side saddle thing. And it was right. so funny. We were like, so yeah, that's cute. better. Oh, that sounds like such a cool project. Oh, it was Love funny. It. Zach talks about you a lot. And you're obviously very close. Yeah. What is the thing they're most likely to go viral for? I would say for Ray, her interpretive dance moves to other people's songs. I was about to say my booty dancing. Yeah. I would say yours, like (laughs) you and your glitter booty shorts, like doing a dance. (laughs) Like he always talks about dancing and cutoffs and like, I feel like that would for sure go viral. Duh. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. What's the doing the dancing to other people's songs? I don't know what comes over me. And the saddest part (laughs) is I'm completely sober in these scenarios. But, like, for instance, now my new jam is Seven Rings. When that song comes on, I don't know what comes over me. I just feel like I'm Ariana Grande. And <laughs> okay, my body moves in ways that I've friends. never known yeah. before. That was my jam last week. Yeah. No, like, if you follow her on Instagram, like, probably once a week there's a video of her, like, dancing incessantly crazy to somebody else's song. And it's hilarious. It makes my day. You have, to, you have to keep it rolling. My biggest things on Instagram is when I do interpretive dance, dancing. <laughs> and, like, my favorite part about it is, like, I have a stank face. And this is my thing. If you don't have a stank face when you're dancing, you're not really dancing. And if your stank face is cute, then it's not really a stank face. Because stank faces are supposed to be ugly, okay? So what's a, st- a stank a face? A stank is like... <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Oh, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> It's that like was a, the best thing I've ever yeah. seen in my whole that life. That was amazing. And it only happens when my I, like I had to move my hips to do it. You know, nice. I saw they work. They work together. Something. Yeah, it just came comes over, over me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for, you for coming on the me. show. Yeah, I love you guys love you so much. Thank you for coming. Yeah, we can totally do another one of these things. I would love to be on this podcast again. You guys are awesome. Welcome back to Zach and his buddies. The show. <laughs> it feels like everybody is you, your BFF. I literally have been so lucky to meet these people in the industry that are Mm -hmm. so cool and down to earth and that are so humble, but they have the best story and they have amazing careers. Yeah. Everybody that we've had on straight out of Nashville has just been so interesting to talk to, you know, and then game for anything at the same time. Everybody says this in the reviews on iTunes, but even Ray said it today. She was like, oh my God, can you please speak to me all the time? Because I love your British accent. (laughs) I do get that a lot here. Yeah. Oh, a lot here. I do. I do. It's time now. For trending or not trending, we've actually had to shelf this feature for a couple of weeks because our shows are getting more and more jam-packed, but we're squeezing it back in for this week's show. So, Zach, you need to tell me if this nugget of information, 
I may or may not have found online is hashtag trending or hashtag not trending. Okay. You ready? I'm ready! Okay. Wow, I'm ready. I can tell. Beyonce and Jay-Z are encouraging fans to go vegan for a month with an incentive of free concert tickets for life. Absolutely not trending. What in the hell? Why would they do that? No. Well, it is in fact trending. No. And I'll tell you why they would do that. Queen Bee has been into this plant-based diet stuff for quite some time. When you say plant-based diet, I literally picture Beyonce out in a cow field eating fucking grass. (laughs) Well, I think she has people pick the grass for her. Okay. It is Queen Bee. so fancy. Yeah. And she's got a hubby involved in this as well. And, uh, you know, it's just... Encouraging people to be more environmentally conscious. So wait, tickets for life? Yeah, tickets for one fan that they will randomly select by May time. So the Green Print Project, which has its own website, basically guides you through um, suggested meal plans and yeah. Jay-Z and... So you like have to sign up through their website or how do you prove that you've been vegan? Well, I had a quick look and it asked for my email address. Oh, so you sign up like a subscription thing. Yeah, but then, you know, you could easily cheat. Beyonce and Jay-Z are going to go to people's houses and check they're eating green food every day. There's no way they're going to be able to know if I have kale one day and a damn cow the next day. (laughs) There's no way. Yeah, but... Mission accomplished in terms of PR for this project because it is on numerous news sites. Well, yeah, because now I want to go vegan because I went to Beyonce when she was here in Nashville. She played the Nissan Stadium and she played uh-huh. Vanderbilt Stadium That's with, the one I went with to. Jay-Z. Yeah. It was both of them. Mm. And I went to both shows and she is sickening. Like, it's insane how cool she is in concert. So I'm like, yeah. Do I want to eat meat ever again? I need to sign up for this. I literally think I'm going to go out back and eat a branch for lunch. (laughs) But is that really environmentally friendly? Let me go ahead and bring that up. Because trees have feelings, grass has feelings, and trees, photosynthesis, they create air. So if there's so many vegans in the world, we won't even be able to breathe because they're eating everything that creates oxygen. Who knew Zach was such a tree hugger? I'm brilliant. You have no (laughs) idea how smart I am. (laughs) That's true, I don't. I'm brilliant. So that was this week's Trending or Not Trending. And I'm still mad about it. Yeah, well, I have to say, going back to the Beyonce and Jay-Z concert in Nashville, I saw the Carter show, and I am not, and I'm sorry I'm going to offend loads of people now, I'm sure, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. Excuse me? I appreciate she looks like a goddess. I love her dancing, I will say that. I think she's an incredible dancer. So what don't you love? The, the voice goes through me like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, because you also don't love Sam Smith. Yeah. And they have... Not necessarily the same voice, but it's like the same yeah. powerful. I think that's my. I think it's the back of the throat thing where it comes from the back of the throat. Like, uh, a... uh, 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 I'm gonna. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm and I gonna... didn't like Destiny's Child either. Gabby. 
Are we not allowed to be friends anymore? I think you need to reevaluate your life situations. <laughs> and But I will say, I love Jay-Z now. See, I was the complete opposite. Mm. When I went to the show, I was literally there for Beyonce. And every time Jay-Z came on the stage, I was like, why is he here? <gasps> See, I was like, yeah, Jay-Z. No, I feel like he's like Kanye. He literally no. creates a career for himself. He tells people he's famous. That's why he feels like he's famous. That would be like me walking down the street. I'd be like, oh, by the way, have you heard me on straight out of Nashville? I'm so famous. Maybe we should start doing that. Oh, my God, we should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's only one thing left to do on this week's show, Zach. What is it? It's time for Gift of the Gab. Wow, nothing. Tough crowd. Your singing was not like Beyonce, like I expected. It was better. Oh, my God. I'm about to know, man. You need to leave. Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. What's my challenge for this week, Zach? Gabs. Yeah. Something that is so famous here in Nashville. Even Mickey Guyton, last week on Straight Outta Nashville, she has her clothes in the Country Music Hall of Fame. You want me to get my clothes in the country? I want you to call the Country Music Hall of Fame (laughs) and act like you are Kate Moss. The model. The model. supermodel. Uh, Exactly. Because look at you. You're a supermodel, honey. Oh, thanks. Own it, sis. This is method (laughs) acting. You gotta work. I know. Method acting. I clearly don't have health insurance, so I like can't really see. Um, (laughs) So I like need glasses. Um, Face for radio, that's me. Yes. (laughs) No, you're fabulous. So I want you to call the Country Music Hall of Fame, act like you're Kate Moss, and like ask the questions on what is the process on how to get your clothes into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Even though I'm not anything associated with country music, am I just phoning up to be like, but I'm Kate Moss? Yeah. Who cares about country music? I am Kate Moss. Look (laughs) at me. Would you not want my clothes there? Well, let's find out. I can't wait. Country Music Hall of Fame Museum. Oh, hello, darling. Um, My name is Kate Moss. I am calling up to find out how do I get my clothes exhibited in the Hall of Fame? Sure. Let me get you over to their senior curator. Just a moment. Okay. Thank you. I'm waiting to hear you call me, darling. I'm waiting. Oh, my God. This is happening. I'm going to end up in jail. <laughs> Good thing orange is your color, sis. The person at extension. Oh. Never. Yeah, is unavailable. Darn Please it. leave your message after the tone. Hello, darling. This is Kate Moss. Um, I was phoning up to see how I get my clothes exhibited in the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't give out my personal number for obvious reasons, but I shall try calling back very shortly. Thank you. Bye, darling. Gabs! Should we call back? Are we off? We're hung up. I think we should call back. And I think you should just give your whole spiel right then and there. To the girl? Yeah. So can you take a message? Yeah. Okay.
Music Hall of Fame and Museum. How may I help you? Uh, my name's Kate Moss. I've called a couple of times um, because I am inquiring how to get my clothes in the Country Music Hall of Fame. I don't seem okay. to be able to get through to anybody, so could I leave a message with you? Okay, um, absolutely. Give me your, your information and I will forward it. Um, what's mm-hmm. your, your email address? It's kate.moss at katemoss.com. Okay, and you just want me to forward the email address or would you like me to um, add a phone number as well? Um, I think email would be better actually because um, I'm going to get on a plane shortly back to England. Okay, well I will um, get this over to our retail division and let them know that you wish to be contacted. Okay, yes, so you understand I'm a fashion icon from the UK and um, I I do actually love Nashville and I really want um, my clothes exhibited. So yeah, if you could pass that on. I've been on the front cover of uh, the British Vogue 30 times. Okay. I've posed nude for the 60th anniversary Um, of Playboy. I would be happy to forward the information, and, and let me make sure I have this correct. Did you say Kate.moss or Kate.moss at KateMoss.com? It's Kate.moss at KateMoss.com. Yes. I've got it. Yes, ma'am. Fabulous. I will forward that. Yeah, I will get that to our retail staff. Appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Have you ever heard of me? Absolutely. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your yeah, time. You're welcome. Sure. Have a great day. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Zach. Gabs. They were not here for you whatsoever. She said she'd heard of me. I know. She said, no. yeah, I've heard of you. But then they just continuously said, oh, yeah, I'll forward it. But will they really? Like, what if you really were Kate Moss calling? That is what if rude that's a real email address? Because she put me on the spot there, so that's why. I, you did a really good job at making it up. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Say katemoss at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> so kate.moss at katemoss.com was much better. Thank you, thank you. I wonder if they're going to like get in touch. We should create the, <laughs> the email account. <gasps> no, oh, we're going to get arrested. I look really good in orange <laughs> and it's always been one of my deepest darkest sexy memories in my brain to be like arrested and spanked so so you will be gab yes yeah, i back. will be kate moss if that's what it takes honey <laughs> let that police officer spank me honey i hope you got a damn baton Ooh. oh cool. and on that note well they're straight out of nashville for another week I wonder if we'll eventually end up doing the show from the cells. I wonder if we'll continue doing this show ever because everything we do gets more and more illegal. I know, right? And so I am literally leaving you now, Zach, to go to the airports, to get on a plane to go back to the UK. But I will be back in time for next week's show. Okay, good. And also, if you're listening, please, 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 from the bottom of both of our hearts... Mm -hmm. Subscribe to the channel on (gasps) iTunes or Spotify or Apple Music. Leave a review. Share it with everybody in your family. We will love you even more than we already do if you just share it. We do read the reviews. And also, if you have any ideas for the confessional or for Gift of the Gab or any of our features... 
or guests that you'd like to hear appear on the show, then you could leave that in your review as well. Yeah, or you can Instagram or tweet us. It's at Radio Gabby and at Zach Woodward. It's easy as that. Easy as that. Easy as your mom. Until next week, (laughs) folks. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, remember the date. Oh, snap, (laughs) Gabby.